Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Jordan, and this is episode 37 of Sodom and I. Now, I got some things to do tonight, so I wanted to make sure I held myself accountable to do the podcast today and make sure I get in my exercise today. It's been a while since I hung out with like friends and stuff. We're just going to have a little game nine. It's going to be fun, real cute. But, you know, we'll keep it focused. We'll keep it with the five B's today. Be Be brief, brother. Be brief, even though I'm your sister. So, today we are just going to be uh, looking in Psalms 23 today. And I was reading this yesterday, you know, I I have my Bible open on Psalms 23 regardless, like every day when I go to church, I use my Bible, I bring it back and I open it back up to Psalms 23 because it means something to me. You know, um, whenever you are feeling fear or, you know, feel like something can hold you back or maybe you're anxious, maybe, you know, scared, maybe you're disappointed Maybe, you know, maybe just all this stuff is going on and you just need a a common ground to remind yourself of who you are and who your father is, right? So Psalms 23, we're going to read this in King James first, and then we're going to read it in AMP, right? So the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Right? So let's break this down a little bit just to get a deeper understanding of certain things, you know, because it's one thing to be like, oh, yeah, you know, I like Psalm 23. It says the Lord's my shepherd. Blah, blah. But what does it really mean? AMP. The Lord is my shepherd to feed, to guide and to shield me. I shall not want. Now, let's dissect this first verse. He's my shepherd. That means he takes care of me. Everything I need. Imagine you're a sheep. You don't know what two plus two is. (laughs) The only thing you know how to do is eat, use the bathroom, and, you know, feel the sun and be high. Right? But what does it mean? The Lord is my shepherd. That means he takes care of you in every way that you do not know. In ways that you can't take care of yourself. You know, I shall not want. He provides everything for you, your wants and your needs, even though, you know, I shall not want. He provides everything for you. You will never be without anything that you do not need. Even if you feel like you're broke, you're low on funds and whatnot, that doesn't matter. You know, like, hey, money ain't a thing to God. You can't pay him to love you. (laughs) You don't need to pay him to love you. He loves you regardless. You know, he wants to hear that you appreciate him. 
He lets me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still and quiet waters. He wants you to be at peace. Have y'all ever seen a green pasture? This was so funny to me because when I was coming back from um, Georgia on my birth week, you know, and I told you guys about uh, my tire and everything, but when I was coming back, I was driving past green pastures and I was like, wow, it just feels so peaceful. When I drive and I'm on like a straight road or something, there's nobody there. Sometimes I like to look at the scenery around me and use my peripheral vision and stuff. And it's just so beautiful. Green pastures, still and quiet waters. How peaceful. You know, when I go to sleep at night, sometimes I might put on some sleep for jazz or sometimes I might put on like some ambient music and it's all nice and calming. And sometimes I listen to like ocean sounds, you know, or like a uh, rainforest and stuff. And water is just so healing. Still and quiet waters. How peaceful is that? He refreshes and restores my soul, life. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. I was talking to the Lord yesterday and I, you know, I was driving and I was like, you know, Lord, I'm no longer held captive to my own thoughts. You know, I used to be depressed and sad and, and didn't like myself. And that was based off of how people were treating me. You know, I had a, a misconception of who I was in Christ, you know, he refreshes and restores my soul. I was like, Lord. Man, I don't feel like that anymore. I don't live in that anymore. And if those, if those thoughts come back or anything like that, I know who I am in Christ, you know? And I feel refreshed that he has restored my life. Wow. Mm, living in joy now. Feeling great now. Even though I walk through the sunless valley of the shadow of death and then in there's a little blurb next to sunless and or valley of deep darkness, you know. I fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod to protect and your staff to guide. They comfort and console me. Right? Mm, 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 mm. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, earth, because down here it can get real dark sometimes. You know, sunless. It can, it can get hard. It can get real difficult. I fear no evil, for you are with me. He's with you wherever you go. You don't have to fear nothing. You know how your bills are going to get paid. Don't it, it don't matter. Trust in him and he will take care of you. You know how you're going to eat dinner tonight. It don't matter. Trust in him and he will make sure you're fed. You know, and honestly, we don't got to eat every day as humans. We be fasting and stuff like that, but that's besides the point. He will make sure you're fed, you're taken care of, you know, and that goes back to verse one. The Lord is my shepherd to feed, to guide, and to shield me. What is his, uh, his rod and his staff? His rod protects you, shielding. Your staff is to guide you, <laughs> guiding. <laughs> they comfort and console me. Mm. Whenever you're feeling some deep emotional distress, ask God to take it away from you and then allow him to remove it from you. 
and then watch how much better you feel. Amazing. Verse 5, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You have anointed and refreshed my head with oil. My cup, I like runneth over better. My cup overflows. My cup runneth over, right? You prepare a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Mm-hmm. Now, sometimes, you know, God allows things to happen. You know, if we have enemies, sometimes they try and make us feel like we're less than or, you know, we're not a child of our God. And, you know, they make us feel, you know, they're trying to intimidate us. But God will prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies. They will see. They will see the glory of God. He will make sure of it. You don't have to fight your battles. He'll prepare a table for you before them. In the presence of them, like while they're there, they will see his majesty. And maybe, maybe that'll help change them, you know, to become a child of Christ too. Because everything's not just about making other people feel bad. It's about, you know, sometimes you got to rebuke. Sometimes God rebukes. Sometimes you have to understand when things go wrong. And it's okay to change. Your enemy doesn't always have to stay your enemy. They can become your friend too. You have anointed and refreshed my head with oil. My cup overflows. Mm. The closer you get with Christ and, and God and understanding who they are and how you can serve and glorify, you know, God, like you, your cup will overflow for sure. Surely goodness and mercy and unfailing love shall follow me all the days of my life that falls in line with the overflowing cup and I shall dwell forever throughout all my days in the house and in the presence of the Lord stay with him and your cup will always run over stay with him and surely goodness and mercy and unfailing love will follow you all the days of your life as you know, you got to dwell in the house of the Lord forever to fully receive what he wants to give you. But surely goodness and mercy and unfailing love shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell forever throughout my days in the house and in the presence of the Lord. Amen. That's one of my favorite uh, psalms. There's a, there's a lot of psalms and I haven't read all of them, but 23 is my favorite for sure. And now we're going to go into the whispers of wisdom. Mm -hmm. I'm making some baby shower meatballs today, y'all. I'm going to let you know how it goes. They're uh, sure to be blessing, though. It's going to be great. All right. And today is the 27th of January. Making less into more. Does it cramp your style to ride in an elevator? Next time, think up five constructive things to do in that tiny space. Mm -hmm. Maybe your family has recently moved to a smaller house and now you share a bedroom with, your, with a younger sibling. Having less space to do your thing may be a bummer, but what about putting a new spin on it? Ask God to do big things in small places. Mm-hmm. The New Testament missionary Paul used to travel and tell people about Jesus. Think about what happened to his space when his enemies threw him into jail. 
before he was set free or before he was free but how could how could he accomplish anything now so he asked his friends to pray that he'd have more opportunities than ever to tell others about Jesus instead of focusing on the space you've lost will you ask your 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 royalty friends you know children of god to pray that you'll take on God-sized opportunities to share his love with others. Mm -hmm. Whisper of wisdom, pray for us that God will open doors for telling the mystery of Christ, even while I'm locked up in this jail. Colossians 4, 3. Right, and this is talking about Paul. Now I'm thinking of Saul, who was renamed Paul. And uh, he was uh, was killing Christians. You know, he was actually on a mission to kill Christians when God struck him with blindness. And, um, you know, he was like that for a little minute. And then, he, you know, God sent someone where he was to heal him. And the scales fell off his eyes and everything. And he dedicated his life to the Lord. Wow. Hallelujah, God. That's exactly what I was just talking about. He had he was the enemy of Christians and then he became one. Wow. You see how he just be making everything come full circle? He's just so cool. Sorry. <laughs> He's just so cool. But um, you know, he he dedicated his life and then at one point, um, you know, they took him into jail and he was like, How am I supposed to work? And then he was like, Well, now that I'm here and you guys have me so heavily guarded. You guys have no choice but to listen to me speak about the gospel. <laughs> so he he was he was telling them all about Jesus in there, and he made the best out of a situation that a lot of us may have lost our faith and our hope in God over, you know. But always understand, pain pain is just inspiration for better things. It's just inspiration for better things. So when pain happens. They say, thank you, Lord, for the pain. Thank you for the good times. Thank you for the pain. Because it's always working for your good. Always working for your greatest good. I, I'm, I'll say that every episode if I want to. I hope you guys never get tired of me talking about how God wants the greatest good for you. The number one good. Not a baby good. Not a half booty good. Not a, yeah, it's cool sometimes good but the greatest good. You just have to utilize your patience to get there. The only thing that, bro, really honestly and truly, the only thing that turns people away from being a disciple of Christ, or well, let me not say only thing, couple of things, is submission to someone who is not them. And then, uh, uh, what was the next one? Submission, please remind me of the word submission and patience and waiting on him thank you holy spirit because a lot of people don't be wanting to wait on god and they're like oh this is taking too long i'm tired lord i'm not gonna do your plan anymore i'm gonna do it my way and then he's like bro you were almost there and now you have to wait longer <laughs> and now because you're showing me that you haven't learned anything now you have to wait longer you were so close right don't be don't be right there and then fold it's okay to be patient even when you want things really really bad god will always give you a way where is it where was it uh first corinthians 
first Corinthians. It was, we literally read that last night too. And it's funny because that was the, the verse that was on the app. I'm pretty sure I highlighted it. That was a verse that was on this, um, the Holy Bible app. When I woke up in the morning, you know, I read the verses and then when pastor had said it, I was like, oh my gosh, it's first Chronicles. God is he, like we said yesterday, that's what, that's what's called confirmation. First Corinthians highlighted that highlighted that four days ago, but I know it's in first Corinthians. Let's see if it's in chapter 10. Whatever you do, mm-hmm. do not be unaware. No, I, am I not free? Now sacrifice to idols as to the matters, lest any, does any one of you have a complaint? Is it actually reported? So then let us, brothers and sisters, and then I come to you. No, no, no. Where is it? First Corinthians. There's only 16, so we're going to find it. It's verse 1. Imitate me, for I do not want you to be aware. Do, do. Imitate me as I imitate Christ. That's a good one, though. Mm -hmm. Now about the spiritual gifts, brothers and sisters, I do not want you to be uninformed. Mm -hmm. If I speak with the tongues of men and angels, pursue this love and make it your goal. Now, brothers and sisters, let me remind you once again. Now concerning. Maybe it was First Chronicles or something. But it was talking about, um, all right, I read all this stuff and then my brain went away. Please, please bring it back a lot. Bring it back a lot. What pastor read yesterday. Hey man, I don't remember right now, but we're gonna, we're just gonna move forward and be like, thank you Lord for everything, right? <laughs> I tell y'all this short term memory loss is a. It's a kicker, <laughs> but that's all right. This is how the Lord made me and I'm, I'm happy he made you this way because then I could inspire other people. You know, I do going off on a tangent. I do have DID and I have been diagnosed, you know, I, I, what, what was it? 2019 and it was, it was 2020 right before the pandemic. And, you know, the more I do research on it, because at one point that was like the only thing I was researching. I did not care about school. I was trying to find out what was going on in my head. <laughs> and, um, you know, I'm, I'm just glad that, you know, I found Christ because there's people on this planet who have this and um, it's just a lot more serious you know, there's some people, you know, they, they might, one of their altars might take over and they don't even know what's going on. Or like, they might wake up and they're like, what just happened? What did I do? They won't know. But God, God has, has settled my mind. <laughs> it's just so amazing. I don't feel like how I used to feel anymore. Everyone that's in this head is in one accord. And we love Christ. Man, y'all go do some research on DID because I'm not crazy. I used to think I was. But, you know, some people really go through a lot having this 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 mental illness. And, um, you know, through God, I'm able to function like a human being. I own a business. I got a dog. I got bills to pay. And, 
I'm very high functioning. Y'all wouldn't even know if I didn't say anything about it. But you know, I just I just love God so much and he loves me so much that that I I'm I'm a regular human being regardless of anything that I went through that I do not remember. Research research DID if you guys truly care. You don't have to. It's not homework. And even if you don't truly care and you're just curious about what it is or like you know the symptoms or you know that it's in DSM-5 and I be seeing people argue whether or not it's a real thing and I'm like what <laughs> I'm like how could you guys even argue it's a real thing if you don't have it of course you wouldn't truly know you know but it's I'll tell you it's real and it's something that I deal with daily but this is just another way that God wants me to reach people because they say that it's rare but I don't think it's rare I just think people go through certain things and they think that they're crazy so they don't talk to anyone about it I got tired of feeling crazy, you know, and I, I was like, well, I need to go see this. So I went and I got, um, I actually taught my psychiatrist what it, what it was, which was crazy, which is low key why I don't trust TMH, but <laughs> I, I taught my psychiatrist what it was because I had been going on so much research and I didn't want to self-diagnose. So I just told him what this was and I gave him my resources and this and that and then the next time we spoke, he was like, yeah, we're going to uh, we'll schedule you to come in and do a, a personality test and stuff. And it was 500 questions. It was very extensive. And I was diagnosed. Mm -hmm. But that's OK, regardless of what I went through, um, you know, this that that all just led up to what God wants me to do now and what God wants me to do in the future. There we go. Turning the pain pain into gain that's what that's what he specializes in for sure that's what he specializes in if we did not need him he would not be here so that's how you know we surely do need him <laughs> but thank you guys for listening to my rant i'll let you all go what is it it's 5 43 so i'm about to start on my little meatball soon and i gotta get my exercise in because i'm not gonna be doing that tonight when i come home I am going to be going to bed. <laughs> but yeah, if you're ever, you know, feeling fearful or just feeling spiritually heavy, you know, open up your Bible app to Psalms 23. Read it out loud. You know, it's powerful when you speak it with your word. It's one thing to think, oh, you know, I'm a disciple of Christ. It's another thing to proclaim it with your mouth. I believe Christ Jesus is my Lord and Savior. It hit different. He want to hear you say it. He want to hear that you truly mean it, you know. But you guys have a beautiful day because it's not evening yet. <laughs> and I love you. Stay safe.